Hello, George. Guess what? I just walked past on the street. I just went out and got myself a coffee. Uh, have a guess. Uh, can I have one clue? Um, maybe two it, clues, but maybe one. Okay. Uh, it it was fucking sick. It rocked. Um. Uh, Don't think too. Djembe? Excuse me. Someone playing a djembe. Is that the West African drum? Yeah. Uh, no, wasn't that, but that would be fucking, that would fucking rock. <laughs> well, exactly. Give me credit for yeah, your clue. Yeah, yeah, my clue led you immediately there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not far off. It was a real-life rap battle. People oh. having, uh, there were two kind of crews, oh. and they were doing the whole thing of, like, when, uh, when someone... Again, I mean, this was in Spanish. I couldn't really understand, but I'm guessing someone was getting slewed. And oh. when that happened, the the crew would go, Aye! and I just oh, that thought, is so fucking cool. That it fucking rocked. It was sick. Um, I didn't feel embarrassed for them or anything like that. I just thought, good for you guys. You just you've got yeah. a passion and you're going for it. Um, and it made me think. Um. What's the closest you've come to being in a rap battle? Oh, is that what it made you? <laughs> yeah, think? yeah, yeah. Just immediately. Um, uh, I don't, can I come back to that one? Yeah, that's something you're going to have to ruminate on. I think. Um, I think so. I'll ask you an easier question. Okay. How the fuck are you? Oh, now that I can answer. Yeah. Um, I'm all right, mate. I'm okay. We are kind of four or so days into lockdown number two. Hmm. Yes. Um, here in the UK. And, you know, big difference for me is that the last lockdown, I was in that flat by myself. Mm. Um, and this time, um, in the country, and my dear friend has come up to um, lockdown with me. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, instantly that, that's different. Yes. Um, but well, if l- I'm honest... Sorry. Um, and no, it's okay. I don't feel as if I have much to say around lockdown number two as of yet. It kind of it's feels early like days. I could have just had a very dormant long weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I, I feel as if I need a little more time before I can comment on how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, during the first lockdown... Uh, I would say overall you coped pretty well, but there were some low moments, for example, when you were going to spend a weekend in a dark room pissing in a jar to, I don't know, to clear your head or something. Well, it um, was interesting, Ollie, because last week in the show you mentioned about how in the last lockdown, the first lockdown of the year, there was this pressure to be like, I'm going to make this change in my life, this change in my life. I will be better hmm. at the end of this because I have time to work on X, Y, and Z. Yes. And I didn't want to say last week, but that isn't quite naturally where my mind has gone again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, d- I didn't want to say, I kind of, I'm enjoying that. You didn't want already. to dare disagree with me because you know how I get. Yeah, I know exactly how you get and I can't handle it. Well, I actually, well, yeah, that's certainly true. I actually yeah. said last week uh, that for some people, maybe that is the the, yeah. the thing that's going to carry them through. But I just know, I, I was just saying that for myself, it didn't, it didn't no. go well last time. And I think it did more bad than good. But so what, I mean, you got any new, new projects? No, it's just... just, and this is going to sound really simple or basic, but it, it was what we first spoke about, which is the setting the alarm and 
there's a big book that's more academic than anything I've read before and I've kind of like put aside some time each day to actually sit and read that and take notes which is new for me Chamber of Secrets that, yeah it's the Chamber of Secrets um, Ew, a big one that's that, yeah. new so I'm just putting a bit of time aside each day for that but today was my first day of that I kind of said to start that on Monday um and so that you, already felt productive. So you're—it's back to school for old Greg Ezra. I think so. Genuinely, I think that's the way I'm leaning in life. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, well. I, I remember the things you said to me when I was sort of pursuing academia. You called me work shy, nerd, creep, um, <laughs> geek, freak, sort of um, Jobsworth nerd, sort of creep. Um, yeah. But you know, I because I don't really dwell on these things. I welcome you with open arms. To I like how I've decided that just because I like went to <laughs> uni, I'm an academic. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you, it's more the the actual what it is. I'm spending my time. No, I'm not a nerd. I swear. Uh, what no, it is? <laughs> no, just it's more having a bit of a routine. Yeah. But then, actually, I should say that today. I'd set my alarm to go for a run and I woke up and said, nah, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. And that for me, I mean, this is going to sound like real kind of like check yourself, mate. But that to me is progress. The fact that I can tell her and say, no, I don't have to do this. And not sort this of punish an, yourself. An imaginary, yeah, this was a, you dreamt this up, George. Mm -hmm. It's completely within your power to not do it. Yeah. And the world won't stop spinning. But Get, that, to me, in my old age, how old am I now? 49. Mm, Bloody hell. 49 today. Yes. <laughs> to, I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, yes, shit. I forgot. Today. 49 today. Good for yeah. you, man. Well done. Um, thanks, man. Um, but it, for me, that's progress in yeah. the way that I approach my time. And so that felt like a little... bit, um, bit flexibility. Give yourself oh. some space if, you know, some mornings you you need a little bit of extra time in bed. Mm, and I did. Yeah. And I could. And so I did. And I could. And, and you it did. didn't matter because I did. Yeah. And no, well, the brilliant thing about being able to do it is, the, is then doing it. Because I mean, if, if you can do it and then do yeah. it. And that's yeah. like, I really do believe that. And this morning I could. And you did, man. And let's and fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was good. I mean, just saying that out loud, I shouldn't be embarrassed, but it's I imagine to some people that sounds like fucking hell, but to me that's like a good on you, you man. Well, Pat on the back, get on with the day. Well, I th I mean, as you say, this is just something that for you, you've you're always uh how did you put it before sort of all all or nothing mentality um mm -hmm. you're either gonna run every day until your knees are made out of milk or mm. um you're not gonna do it at all and so mm. you know being able to to be a bit less stressed about those things is that is a big difference for you and that is a big would be a big positive thing if you were more if you felt more freely able to just be like ah today i don't feel i do that so i'm not gonna and it doesn't mean i'm a scumbag piece of shit exactly that i don't tell you what ollie i don't know please 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 before, please please call me the show. skunk man oh so, fuck, i keep getting this wrong tell you what the skunk man so I don't <laughs> that's know mr skunk man to you sorry sorry, sorry mr the skunk what, man mr the skunk man it's something that i don't know if we've spoken about 
on the show. But um, he's like, I'm so, I, I notice in myself how immediately, immediately affected I am by what it is I choose to consume, like media-wise. Mm -hmm. So like if I, even for two days, choose to listen to, I don't know, um, what's the um, the word? Like self-development interviews, for, for instance, or like people that are, you know, have dedicated their lives to bettering cobbles. themselves. And co 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 cobbles. Co cobblers. Cobblers, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, if I... Two days of cobblers, I feel inspired to make changes in my life. And I feel more able to do so, more readily able to do so. If I spend my time listening to, you know, kind of throwaway American comedy, I feel myself maybe not making so many good choices in my life. Hmm. And it's it, it, it's uh even if i just spend my time listening to people talk about things that long term can benefit me i instantly feel better but i mean don't you think there's a place for throwaway uh absolutely and i nonsense. love throwaway american comedy that was why it was the reference i used but going back to the all or nothing way of, yeah. it would be like i will do two weeks of listening to nothing but throwaway american comedy <laughs> by the way it doesn't matter that it's american we're caught off on this now but just throwaway comedy and i feel myself just it, it's more i'm saying this as a positive thing of just it, it, there's an almost immediate reaction from me but and that's because of inspiration isn't it i'm being inspired by what i'm listening to mm. so is, and is this the maybe the same kind of reason that like you avoid watching documentaries about uh serial killers or the darkest parts of human nature because you that the stuff you take in affects your mood or affects your well like remember the Recently, you watched that uh, documentary about social media. I can't remember what it's called. I watched 20 minutes of it, yeah. And I feel like it sort of ruined your year. Um, it fucking did, man. <laughs> it wrecked your buzz big time. And, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, there's probably something to be said for I thing is, I, d I don't know. When you say, like, the, the inspiring stuff you're listening to... Uh, I know I jokingly called it cobblers, but I don't actually know what you mean. Like what It'll kind of stuff? Like, is it like that guy who says if you have a bath in ice, then you you're cured of everything? <laughs> That's it. Will be like. I mean, now you you've done me wrong there because <laughs> yes, it it, 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 could, it could be people like Wim Hof. Wim Hof. That's it the hasn't one. been this week, but it. All it takes is listening to Russell Brand talk to two or three, like particularly, and I don't even necessarily have to agree with what they're saying, but it's people that have made changes in their life. It inspires me to go, oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. And listening to yesterday, I listened, I, I remember talking to you about the Explained series on Netflix, and mm -hmm. there is an episode on the human mind and meditation. And one of the people that is like a talking head on that show is this uh he's a monk and you can find lectures of his on youtube and he's like coined as the happiest man in the world right and he is someone that experienced panic attacks from a young age six or seven and his father was a like a meditation teacher an expert mm -hmm. and so at a very young age he showed an interest because he wanted to help himself right so that's one example of yesterday i put on an hour-long lecture 
by this guy and that hour-long lecture it doesn't matter if all I took was two minutes away from it you know or mm-hmm. if it, it, it really that bit doesn't matter it's just that what I could have chosen to listen to instead yeah you know wouldn't have been there wouldn't have been even that two minutes well it's like you said but, you, you you don't necessarily have to by the end of it you don't necessarily have to say well I'm now going to live exactly like this person but it's just no, a, you know it a, goes through my head well yeah I'm sure that you've had the thought <laughs> oh sorry I can hear rat a scuttling out in the corridor excuse me rat a recording a podcast in here god i know god what's she like (laughs) (laughs) that's what that god was about yeah um Um, yeah do you know what i'm saying though yeah well i was gonna sorry i I was just gonna recommend uh an app to you um Mm. called curio and I think, I mean, it's free. I think you can subscribe to certain bits, but in general, it's free. But it's basically audio content, articles that are published in various different newspapers and magazines or whatever, read out by people with very nice voices. And you can scroll through and basically there's various things that I wouldn't have sat down to read this long article about, but sticking it on putting my headphones on and having it read to me again by someone with a very nice voice i always find it really i think this is kind of the feeling you're saying i i i just feel very stimulated by it even if i am not at all even if i don't agree with them i start thinking about why why i don't agree with them and my brain is just doing stuff rather than like you say if i'm just listening to um say a podcast of two people rambling at each other with with um very little substance then it can just be background noise. But this app has a whole load of stuff and I've listened to and learned about different subjects that, you know, I I mean, obviously I'm not suddenly an expert in all these things, but I just have dipped my toe into lots of areas that I absolutely wouldn't have done if it wasn't so accessible, basically. You have just said in you know 90 seconds very eloquently what i've been trying to say over the last 10 minutes but yes that's exactly it and i think not in a preachy way for anybody listening but i just it's i thought it was worth me sharing that i've been noticing it this week that that there is there's no denying we have at our fingertips so much incredible stuff to consume as you said you don't need to it's not that you're an expert on uh, you know Mm-hmm. by the end of anything that you, you listen to or, or read. But it's just, I don't know, I've noticed there's a noticeable difference in, in my behaviour in the last few weeks, um, just feeling inspired by shit I'm reading and listening to. That's good. Um, I know, man, it really is. And, and also, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I, I should say, I, I'm sure you'd agree with this, that not everything has to be kind of high culture or intellectually stimulating to be worth while and i listen to a lot of meaningless shit that i also love um absolutely absolutely time and place yeah absolutely i think maybe this speaks more of the fact that of the all or nothing part you know my behavior Mm. um is i notice a difference when i come out of a fortnight of listening to one comedian in you know in particular in between bong hits (laughs) yeah on the podcast i mean and then i'll do you know, two weeks of not listening to that, and 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 I always notice a difference, and that's uh, what we consume. It does change the way we view the world, and I felt it as well 
When I first moved into this house, for the first time in my adult life, I had a TV in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, not because it, just as I was moving, that was where it was. And I was like, I'll plug it in. And um, for the first time again, I was watching kind of satellite breakfast news at half six seven in the morning each morning Mm. and it's the most covid anxious i've been was in that week two weeks because that's how i was starting my days yeah and so of course there's like a that's just an observation that that is what changed in my behavior and it's what changed in my outlook on the world and so it's this like yeah of course stay up to date and know what's going on but it's how and when we we choose to do that and it is so easy just to have rolling 24-7 terror. Well, that leads me on to something that I was going to mention because this this past week there was the the American election and election night turned into election week as the results mm. kind of rolled on and I was absolutely indulging all my all my worst habits in terms of doom scrolling, I believe is the phrase, refreshing, you know, five different news sources because some of them would get certain results before others. I follow a few statisticians. Uh, num numbers guys on mm. Twitter who were you know they were crunching the numbers and they were crunching they're going num 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 and then at the end of it mm. they say crunch crunch we don't have a fucking clue and I was yeah I was strung out for these those days pretty stressed about this and I think we kind of talked about uh, you know just obsessive thought patterns in general but when that is linked to a maybe a world event or uh some some a news cycle and you get yourself caught up in all of that it's very it can be very very destructive and and you know and i was i was actively caught up and and worried about something i i had no power over i mean i'm not suggesting that I shouldn't have been worried at all or anything like that, but I think the extent that I was kind of obsessing over it was pretty intense. Um, And like you said, people should be informed, I think. I don't think you should completely shut yourself off to things going on in the world, but there's a balance, and I certainly did not have that balance the right way. way. I did find myself just Googling often US election um, and going, fuck it. Oh, and then just making myself close it. U.S. election. No, close it, man. U.S. election. No, close it. Yeah. U.S. election. Well, obviously, I've got um, a, an in-house American, um, mm. American rat, and, um, and you know, she was more chilled about it than me, and I think that's because <laughs> she's, she's just much better at... at um, What's the word? You know, uh, compartmentalizing and getting on with mm. things. Um, uh, I'm not very good at that. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, that was a sort of extreme case. But and also, you know, you know, this magical thinking thing that we've talked about before, where you kind of have you have you have certain thoughts that you um, in some way think affect the the outside world like for example if you're scared of flying or you get on a plane or something you have to actively think like i am i'm gonna be okay i'm protecting this plane somehow um and i had a small period uh sort of five in the morning where i was convinced that it was my fault that uh, donald trump was potentially going to win uh the election because i hadn't been thinking about how i didn't want him to enough um Mm. and 
you know, I'm no scientist. Obviously, I'm an expert in science, but I'm not a scientist. And I I don't think that uh, if I had before bed thought, don't let Donald Trump win, don't let Donald Trump win, don't let Donald Trump win. I don't think it would have changed the outcome. But there was a part of my brain that was really kind of caught on that thought that somehow that I've said before this thing of of having to think certain things i mean i guess what this is it's like when people have obsessive compulsions that are physical they have to do the same thing over and over again or have things in a certain way and i have that with phrases or just certain things that i feel i have to think before i can go to sleep or before i can relax and one of them became don't let donald trump win don't let donald trump win Mm. over and over again and yeah it just and i'm only giving this example because this is a big thing that was happening in the week but it kind of my brain finds little things to hook these obsessive things on but yeah certainly the news having the news on all the time checking my phone all the time uh yeah left me pretty stressed out i think it definitely affects affects your mood i mean but this is it man that's that that highlights again it's like what we choose to consume and it's um sometimes it's difficult not to get dragged into those holes you know yeah well i mean on the one hand you know i wouldn't want to not feel anything about these things because i think but would you not suggest would you not think though and this is a genuine question that the healthier way to do it would be once you'd had your breakfast and you know got yourself ready for the day there was one specific outlet that you went to or maybe not one maybe two or three that came in five minute bite-sized things gave you the updates yeah and then you checked in again the next morning and you just accepted yeah the world could change an awful lot between now and then but i don't need to be on top of it that's what i wish i could do yeah you know i just because because i could that there are you know that is an option but it's it's hard because it takes willpower doesn't it not to keep constantly checking yes especially when it's something that is is like an evolving news event yeah um uh yeah i mean I, that probably would be more healthy but i just cannot seem to uh, i mean this week was more extreme i think but i i am in general definitely prone to to kind of checking and rechecking things but i don't know i wonder if it because I grew up in a house where Radio 4 was on constantly and so that meant you get the the the, the very bad plays in the middle of the day mm-hmm. um, and then you get all the good stuff, which is most of it. Oh, and then The Archers, which is not good. Uh, cracking theme song, terrible show. Um, if you're listening, Mr. Archer, sorry, but you've been on the radio for many decades now. I think it's time to, to give up. And sorry, Mum, I know you like it. Anyway... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that that aside at the end. Oh, sorry, man. sorry, man. But but that also meant that there was uh, there were sort of rolling news updates throughout the day. But even that is a healthier version of yeah, the news feed on Twitter or whatever. Any kind of uh, just some app that can constantly push that stuff into your in front of you. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening will have prob- probably had a similar experience this week, especially because of the nature of the kind of the time zones. It meant that we were often uh, a lot of stuff was happening late at night for us in the UK. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> excuse me, you're right there. 
Yeah, I was just agreeing. Okay, that was an agreeing noise. Okay, good. But yeah, on the subject of news, another kind of news I like to keep up with is um, George Ezra news. And this week, I found out something really interesting, actually. George Ezra returns to family home ahead of England's second lockdown. Now, uh, apart from the fact that that isn't true... Um, what I re- wait, where, what, what's, where is this? Oh, this from? is on uh, one of my favorite websites, music-news.com. Okay, fantastic. Um, now the reason I bring this up is because we've mentioned before that uh, there seems to be a sort of a style of journalism which just involves listening to this podcast, taking some quotes from it, uh, and never ever mentioning the fact that you are actually speaking to someone else, <laughs> never oh, giving them God. a name. <laughs> Um, uh, and so and also I would love if in years to come in journalism degrees it's like and, and of course there's the lesser spotted phone, phone a friend, a friend school, school. Thought, <laughs> when it comes to journalism where you take one element of of the story that's yeah take it out of context essentially true essentially that's the key word yeah I mean you know um, things don't need to be fully true um mm. Uh, speaking on his phone a friend podcast, his phone a friend podcast, uh, the star admitted he loves being at home and through the years oh. has spent long periods behind closed doors for a variety of reasons. Oh, and then, and then, and then a quote: three or four years ago, there was a trend of people dressing up as clowns in public and scaring people. <laughs> I didn't leave the house for two months. I hated it. Ezra divulged. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. The thing is, right, out of context, what does that make me sound like? Because that makes me sound like... So that misleading. That makes me sound like I've gone fucking... Guys, please listen to my podcast. I really want you to know that it's just so way off, man. Way off, mate. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing this up. I know it's not your favourite thing in the world, but I just thought that... Yeah, there's a, 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 a. What must someone that's like a tourist to the, you know, the, the idea that I exist read that and think? They must just think, what a fucking wet one. Well, man. fortunately, I don't think too many people are reading music-news.com, but um, I did also see another article that uh, someone, uh, uh, someone uh, was arrested after stealing a George Ezra CD from a car, and I thought that must be quite flattering for you. Well, that's, that's, again, that story isn't true because I never got arrested for it. I got I was held in. Am I fucking right? Am I fucking right? Oh, that's that a high five you know. coming through your headphones right there. <laughs> um, well, that's a great story. Yeah, no, very interesting. Uh, I wonder if it was wanted on Voyage or staying at Tamara's. Uh, I think it was staying at Tamara's. Uh, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's that kind of audience. <laughs> What? Thieves? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my demographic changed dramatically between albums. Well, don't you think that it... I mean, it, it's a vote of confidence. Someone is willing to risk jail time to get uh, get their hands on your big tracks. This That's a, that's a beautiful way of looking at yeah. it. And to whoever it was, I hope you're doing well out there. And... Yeah, all the best. Don't forget to email in contact podcast dot com. Let us know how you're doing, how you're getting on, and um, yeah, 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 all the best. Um, well, yeah. So, George, I was gonna uh, run an idea by you, not an invention. I know that you do st- sort of struggle with understanding what an invention is. I wouldn't say this is an invention, but 
this is an idea I had based on some some feelings I've had this week because it's getting about time for me to get a haircut and currently under the the current restrictions in Barcelona you are able to go and get a haircut but even in sort of non-covid times I find getting my haircut a very anxiety inducing experience but it's kind of amplified by the fact that it's all very I mean I have to wear a mask the whole time and that kind of adds to the feeling of being trapped and all that sort of stuff Mm. so I was thinking about like there's got to be a big enough market of people like me for sort of anxiety friendly hairdressers that just are aware in in choosing to go to that establishment you're basically entering into the situation where you know that if it came to it you could say to them without any kind of hassle any kerfuffle you could say to them look i'm actually not feeling very well can we take a break can i get up get some fresh air blah 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 now i know that i could say these things to any hairdresser in theory but i i think this is the experience for me and i think it's probably the experience for a lot of people the idea of having to kind of explain yourself in that way is sometimes the very thing that is causing the the anxiety um mm. and a, an example of this i was once in a taxi to the airport and i started to feel really anxious and i start, started to have a panic attack and i was kind of trying to hide it from the taxi driver because i i i didn't i didn't really know what to say we were on the motorway there was no and also I would have missed my flight. Basically, there's nothing I could really do. And I was trying to just kind of <laughs> silently have a panic attack in the passenger seat next to this guy. And I didn't succeed. It was obvious that something was going on. I'd like open the window, even though it was fucking freezing. And I was <laughs> kind of writhing around in my seat. So eventually he was like, Are you all right, mate? And because of the kind of desperation at that point, I said to him, I'm sorry, but I think I'm having a panic attack. I have I have some, some issues with anxiety. And the guy said something along the lines of like, uh, oh, yeah, my son has some, some troubles with that. And immediately <laughs> the kind of relief that I felt that I was with someone who basically understood what was going on. I mean, you know, mm. not in a in a specific way, but just it took the pressure off and i've i mean not immediately but i very soon started to feel calmer because it's just like a safety net basically and it's the Mm. same thing that i had in in uni certain um lecturers or certain uh teachers were aware of my situation and had said to me just so you know if you feel you need to leave at any point like they said to this this to me privately if you feel you need to leave or whatever don't even worry about it just just do it mum's the word mum's the word and and i felt much i attended those seminars and stuff m- more often because i just felt safer somehow and mm. and i feel like i need that with a uh, for the hairdressing experience and i know that i'm if you're a hairdresser and you're listening to this i'm sure you would be very understanding in if this happened to you and maybe it has happened to you i'd be interested to to hear that but in my head i think no one's ever done this no one's ever said this to the hairdresser they're gonna think i'm a freak 
It's embarrassing. I don't know how to explain it, especially in a second language. All these things run through my head and often end up being the, the thing that makes me think, okay, well, I'm just not going to go because I'm too worried about the idea that I might panic and that I won't be able to do anything about it or say it. Whereas if there was a place that was an anxiety-friendly or whatever-friendly, mm. I mean, I think I often think about if pe- people who are autistic or anything like that where they can have certain reactions to stressful situations or whatever i mean there must be something along those lines i wonder though ollie and this is me just thinking out loud that the idea of like a specific places being able to cater for people that experience anxiety or panic attacks would be the wrong way of going about it because although it might be the hairdressers for you for somebody else it could be anything else so more the way to go about is like if just in more um, public places, we were made to feel, you know, at ease. Yeah, I mean, in an, um, in an ideal world, I agree that it wouldn't have to be. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, it, the The best outcome would be that we felt like we could share these things with anyone, but that is just not the reality for most people. I think. Yeah. And especially when it comes to something like a haircut the things that that there are lots of things that people neglect about them themselves or their routine or their habits because they feel shackled by whatever it might be Mm. um and i think that something like a haircut can actually be a sort of confidence booster or even if you don't like it you just feel once i know that when i get my haircut i'm always like i did it and i didn't die and i didn't embarrass myself and blah 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 and so maybe as a stepping stone on the way to to dealing with the the root cause of those problems there could be something that just felt a bit safer would it be, would it like just would it even make you feel more comfortable if you sat in the chair and if there was like a postcard on the desk in front of you that just said if at any point you're feeling yeah. uncomfortable, just let me know. Something like that, yeah. Because that would be easier. Yeah, like, well, I'm not literally kind of... saying that we have to now build new places well, that no, say... Well, you know, because I'm... You know about me and my investments. Yeah, I know you're um... getting excited because you, you can you can hear some money being wasted in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a not... Well, just... It's a you know I've, I've I hear what you're saying. What what are your at the moment? What's your thoughts regarding your next haircut? How do you how long does it normally take you to take a running jump to go in? Oh well, it varies. Uh, I mean, a long time. I put it off for a long time. I think usually, and 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 it's all made a bit more extreme by by the current uh, circumstances. So mm. I don't know. Uh, we might be getting a, a majestic long-haired Ollie for the near future. Um, mm. Or, you know, lockdown two, baby. Let's buzz the whole thing and start again. Well, and also, I will say, you did suit the buzz. I disagree. Uh, members of my family disagree. My close friend, Rat A, I think, disagrees. Um, <laughs> and I think... Yeah, but what do the lads think, mate? What well, yeah, think? obviously the lads think I was fucking wicked. Well funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, that reminds me, uh, speaking of lads and hair and things like that, um, it's uh, I only found this out today, but 
November is Men's Mental Health Month. And, I mean, that's right up our street because we're men's. We talk mm-hmm. about mental health mm-hmm. and... We love the concept of time. I love the concept of time. It doesn't actually bring me great pain. Um, and so I just wanted to quickly bring people's attention to this. This is on the Mental Health Foundation website. They've got a whole Men's Mental Health Month section and they've got various initiatives that they're running for the month and articles about you know men and mental health and uh, the work that they do in that area and men's mental health stories they've got various people who are talking about their experiences with mental health and yeah i just thought that i i know that this is something that i think we're both passionate about and I don't know how you feel, but I know that I still find myself kind of held back or I have certain thoughts about men when I am feeling a certain way. I have very unhelpful thoughts that I believe come under the the sort of masculinity bracket, Um, you know, in terms of I I don't want to share this because I don't want to seem weak or uh or i shouldn't be feeling this way and and also of course you can have those feelings no matter what your gender or whatever but i do think it's it's something in particular that we need to just get out of our system and i would like to think that we're helping a little bit to do that just by being some of the most manliest men masculinist men in the world currently i feel so i you know i um i didn't want to say it but yeah Along those lines. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I'm fucking wicked. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, uh, just check that out, basically. I just wanted to give that a, a little shout out. Aye, aye. And I think it's about time that we call over our gorgeous, gorgeous pup. I don't know if you saw on the Instagram, but our gorgeous pup has got some some high aspirations. And I just want to get on the record now to say that I think... Jackson could be in the White House come 2024. Mm. Um, I always like to keep my cards close to my chest, but even I on this occasion will say it's a dead (laughs) cert. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too... Uh, yeah. bold about this uh, I do think of course we, we, we've got to be sensible but I think that without a doubt we're going to have the first horse president by 2024 mm. um, and look we all know that Marble Red's been doing some campaigning got the little red cap on uh, mm. I, I just want to say to to anyone who's keeping an eye on these things it's early days but 100% the next president after Joe Biden of the USA is going to be a horse uh and mm. I just hope that it's the horse that I'm behind because I'm backing mm. the horse I'm backing is gorgeous and a friend of mine and on the way <laughs> email for you my lord news from the east sire email has just come in my lord oh jackson come here jackson come here Arr. hey whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> slow down um right so george last week you asked if the, we had any students any uni students listening 
to to send us an email um, and let us know how they're getting on with, uh, obviously, a lot of them are in kind of lockdown in halls and it's all very confusing and bewildering. And we've had a couple of those. So firstly... This is from Polly. Hello, Polly. Uh, Good name. Close to another good name. Uh, Mine. Hello, Polly. Hello, Polly. Ollie and George. George and Ollie. Golly. Hello to you both. I hope you are both happy and healthy. Firstly, I just want to say a huge thank you for doing the podcast. It makes me laugh every week, as well as making me feel as though I'm not alone with what I'm going through. Not only because you both talk so wonderfully about mental health, but also because of the amazing listeners who email in with their experiences. Every time I feel alone with my mental health, I remember this. And as cheesy as it is, it honestly helps so much. So thank you to everyone. Ollie, I know you won't like this, but also a huge thank you to the Messenger Boy for bringing the scrolls each week. Without him, we would not be able to hear everyone's amazing letters. High five to the Messenger Boy and Jexton, and a big middle finger to Marmoret. <laughs> yes, Polly. Also, yes, just don't forget to hand sanitize after um, high-fiving uh, the Messenger Boy. Yes, 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 definitely. Uh, I'm 21 and started uni in September. I took a fab three year gap year and could not wait to start my adventure at uni in Leeds. However, then Rona decided to make an appearance. It's made things that would have already been hard so much harder. I live in halls, however, I cannot mix with people who are not from my flat, which is kind of rubbish as I don't get on with my flat too well. My entire course is online, so it's nearly impossible to make pals with people on that too, which is making uni very hard and lonely. I did join the Korfball team. George, do you know what Korfball is? No. Okay, one second. I'm going to Google this. Sorry, Polly. I should have done this before. I I read the email and I thought, what's Korfball? But I thought maybe our resident sports expert might know. Um, It's sort of ball-based sport. Um, Looks like basketball, but a bit more Korfy. It's it's a sport with balls. So Polly joined Korfball. She's doing Korfball. And she's met lots of fab people there. It gave me a good routine which helped with my intrusive thoughts and anxiety. However, then lockdown 2 hit and I no longer have that team or routine and things have spiralled. I've suffered with different mental health issues since I was about 11. My checklist is rather impressive. That's the spirit. I was very nervous to come to uni as I wasn't sure how I would cope. I tried living away in London as a nanny but had to come home as I couldn't cope with my anxiety. It was so bad that my parents couldn't leave me alone in the house as I would just keep having panic attacks. I also have OCD and get intrusive thoughts too. They are so vivid and sometimes it can be very upsetting. I find this hard as it is tough to remind yourself that they are thoughts and not facts but also that they are not your thoughts. They are the OCD thoughts. I came to uni and for the first week or two I had it all under control and loved life but then the excitement stopped and I started to spiral. I found myself crying in my room alone, having panic attacks in the street and my intrusive thoughts seemed never ending. Korfball helped with this as I forgot all my anxieties when I was on the court and having a laugh with the team but now that's been taken away things are super tough. I'm trying to get myself into a routine of exercise and making sure I leave the flat every day for at least a 20 minute walk. These things are helping and I thank you both for doing the move for mind which helped motivate me to get active to help with my mental health. I try to remind myself of the podcast that you both 
spoke about uni and said how people make it out to be something it isn't and it's not always the best years of your life but it is tough all my friends who went to uni in 2017-18 are now in their third years and have loved it and found friends for life my boyfriend found his best mates on his second day question mark question mark question mark i keep feeling as though i'm doing something wrong because as much as i love leads in my course i don't feel as though these are going to be my best years and i'm scared i'm not going to find my best friends for life and if i don't find them then i have failed the uni experience and that is not a nice feeling. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this and do the podcast. All my love, Polly. Now, Polly, I can absolutely relate to pretty much all you've said except Corfball. Got no clue what that is, I won't lie to you. But all of the feelings <laughs> you are feeling, I I experienced that in in uni and 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 of course it's it's even more difficult for you now because of the covid lockdown situation but there is this sense that you're not doing uni right if you're not having the best time and if you haven't made loads of friends you're not going out and partying whatever i i definitely felt that and i i have to admit i still sometimes feel like i there's something i missed out on in that time but there's so much that I, well, for example, you're talking about being alone in your flat at the moment when you're you're basically trapped inside, you don't have things to distract you, you don't have a routine, and you're having a panic attacks all the time. I mean, I know that this is easy for me to say, but I can guarantee you it won't be like that forever because I was in the same boat and I'm very happy to say that I don't feel that way anymore and it's not because I suddenly had an amazing uni experience it's just I I found other things that that fulfilled me and um and I found ways to cope with with my thoughts and you can do that too and I know that it's not easy and I'm not trying to kind of just brush this away and you have the the added stress of the lockdown and stuff but just don't punish yourself for not having this kind of you know movie style uni experience because you know a lot of people don't and some of them like me are actually incredibly cool uh and <laughs> and would probably be sick at corfball if they gave, gave it a try um i would also say it's done me a lot of good to hear polly's email read out by you there ollie i think that something it made me think whilst you're reading it was in times when i've been away from home and for want of a better word homesick i found myself leaning more and more into the things that i've make me feel comfortable whether that be specific albums that i always loved films that i've always loved tv shows that i always loved that's what is that it's nothing but a quick fix but i think if you can step outside for one second of this i'm at this you know this should be this specific experience mm -hmm. and it's not living up to you know what i was told it could be yeah um I think, you know, lean on, I'm fairly sure in the email you mentioned your boyfriend and it's just, just. I know you'll know this, but you, you've you got people you can lean on to, you know, to talk with and talk to and, you know, the things that make you feel at home, whether it be, as I said, music or films. But just if you're able, just for a second, five minutes a day or whatever, just try and remind yourself, although you've moved to this new place, it's still you and it's still your life and it's there's still all these people in there. Yeah. Um, and these things and um yeah and thank you for being so honest in the email yeah and um you know the rest of your life is not going to be defined by all of this and like george said 
maybe some some comfort yeah, uh, yeah. would be just you know because th- this is the thing it's tough what you're going through is hard is. so admit that to yourself and allow yourself uh cut yourself some slack is what i'm saying yeah um, cut yourself some path slack yeah and and you'll be back on the corfball court oh, so soon and i I'm really going to do some research about this maybe next week. Um, You and I, Polly, can discuss the ins and outs. I'm so happy you said you and Polly. I'm out. (laughs) You don't even know you might like it, man. Nah, no, I'm going leaning into what I know is comfortable. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for that email. (laughs) Thank you, Polly. Um, And I think we'll save this other one for next week just because that was quite a long one. And I I can... I can hear George sort of scuttling around, getting antsy. He's ready to hang up the phone on his dear friend who just likes spending time with him. No! Right, because now there's going to be this... Because there has been a few weeks in recent history where I've had to dart a bit sooner than I would have liked, right? Mm. But I don't want, you know, our listeners thinking my heart isn't in it. It is. It's, um... Yeah, it is. It's just mine's in it more, I guess. And sometimes... Sometimes I just, I guess I feel like I got, I've got the weight of this podcast on my back and. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, let's not fight in front of the listeners. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll fight off air. Uh, George, I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, thank you very much thank for you, talking to to me on the podcast. Thank you very much for uh, I, uh, thank you very much for podcast. And uh, if listeners want to get in touch, how on earth would they do that? Then, my dear friend, please do get in touch. Email us, especially if you tried to steal my CD from the car. Yeah, we want um, to hear from contact you. Contact at com. Um, follow us on instagram and all touch. Uh, yeah. at phone a friend pod give us a rating review etc thank you for all your lovely emails and everything it's all highly good vibes on on that front <laughs> that's i think so yeah um and yeah so george just quickly before you go what's, oh, what's for dinner tonight Oh, I've got um, cauliflower biryani. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sounds decent. Notice you never ask me. You don't give a shit about me, I guess. Right. No, well, I'll no, speak to you next I week. No, it's going to be a family bucket. Oi! <laughs> That's a bit rude, actually. <laughs> oh, God. What have you got for dinner? Pasta. Family bucket. Yeah. <laughs> No, do you know what? I really want to do... I want to shout out this company, but I shouldn't because they actually do official sponsored for podcasts. I think I might know the one you mean. Do they... Yeah, mate, changed my life. Do they they send you all the stuff you need to make a delicious meal? Yes. Wow. Okay, well, if you're listening, get in touch. We'd love to shout you out for the, if the price is right. <laughs> oh, oh, see you later, oh, my man. friend. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.